Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nonsense Podcast. This is episode seven with John Argandiza from Long Island Emo and from a fantastic band called Inner Love. So before we start the episode, we were having a few audio issues with John, so we decided that for time we would cut it and uh, make sure we picked up right back in the middle of the episode. We're still able to uh, go over a lot of the cool stories that John has from his time um, promoting and also, you know, scheduling gigs and also playing as well in uh, his band called Inner Love. So um, without further ado, this is episode seven with John Argandiza. Can you walk us through when you first created Long Island Emo and, you know, how long it's been around? That was that was one of my main questions. There you go. <laughs> um, okay, so... Huh. <laughs> where, where does before you start, start i think i think you guys are doing a great job for you know you seem pretty relatively new and you guys are doing awesome and you did you. great by us back in back in january we, we would love to come back as anytime love and as soon as we can you. Well, you know why you know i love that you got it back. <laughs> i love it no. that was a great spot <laughs> that was it was a great time thank you no that was that was a really fun show honestly that's like everyone everyone said like whenever anyone asks like why am i doing it like dude like at the base at the base end of everything yeah i want i want to do stuff for for music around here and everything i but like the baseline of it of it all like i'm trying to have fun (laughs) i'm just like i'm trying to book shows that like i think like the bands will work together and that that would work together well and you know in general just have a fun time with it like come on get like I, I hate I hate the stigma of like you know like oh the pay to play the play to play shows and like this show is gonna mean ev- like this and this and this it's like yeah it could but also like we're playing music calm down <laughs> we're having we're having fun with this this like before anything else but um no like <sighs> lie itself started around like two or three years ago um but even before actually i would say i would say two years at this point um but even before that i actually used to book shows um with my friend mark alter and my friend um matt mangione back in like 2011 to like 2013 on the island like i was i was like 17 18 at the time so like we we really just we play we book shows for like our friends in like uh we call it in the basement of uh this this place Seaford Methodist Church and uh we used to have bands like uh Born Without Bones play there. Um I'm trying to think anything off the top. Uh, we didn't have them played there, but like we we booked like Shy Halud once. Wow. Um yeah, like st- we, we we did a few we did a few things. Um one of the craziest though was like thick as blood at this show at this place. Um, oh my god, I think it was called One Stop Media. It was um, it was an old rent. It was a mm, to to put it to put it in the in the e- in the easiest terms I physically could. Um, someone rented out a. A tr- like a like a semi loading bay, wow! Out to out to like these producers and and they made a um like a studio out of this spot, 
and the the general area that shows what happened is in like the actual loading bay itself. So it's, it's concrete floors. The walls are concrete. Um, it, it was always floor shows. Like we, we, we've had, we had like a couple of shows there, but like one of the wildest had to definitely be, uh, I'm trying to think who else played, but it was, it was thick as blood there. Not many people came. It was like, I think maybe like 20 at tops. Damn. But like between, like, it was quite possibly the most illegal show that I've ever <laughs> I've ever thrown in my life. Um, <laughs> the the amount of the amount of beer that got thrown on the wall was was beyond me. But um, <laughs> but no, other, other than that, like you know, I've been I've been around for a bit, and there have been a f- the I stopped for a little bit because you know my own reasons um but but also between that like the seaford methodist church didn't want to start didn't want to keep doing shows after a bit so like between there not really being many venues to book at and like just the overall like you know the hardship of it just kind of stopped for a bit um and i really focused a lot of my time on the on table talk at, at that time um so between doing between doing table talk stuff and focusing on that um a few i should a few promoters on the island kind of started doing things and hats off to, to anybody who does this honestly it's I, I i shouldn't say it's a thankless job but at the same time like you, like you can being on both both ends of the spectrum of it, it it's it Sometimes it makes me want to rip my hair out. Oh, for sure. I, <laughs> you know, we, I took I took a so, dive into the into the booking game up here in Poughkeepsie at one point with a company called Out of Nowhere Booking with my friend Nikki mm-hmm. at the time, and we we booked you know a sold out with the Punches show, and I think that at, at the chance up here, and that was probably the only show that we made money on in our in our tenure of doing it. And let's, we weren't in it yeah, making money too. or anything like that, but it's just. It, but you know it was very it, it definitely became more taxing than fun and trust me it oh, definitely yeah. it definitely has its rewards and if you can do it you got the you got a good scene you got a good venue and everything it's it's definitely a fun good job oh yeah no but yeah exactly you you know like it can it's it's tough it's really tough but there there came a point when 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 I was in table talk that there were a few people around here that were kind of, that were doing stuff that I wasn't exactly like as a as a prior promoter wasn't exactly a huge fan of you know like um, people like you know promoters asking like oh like this band's doing a record release record release show like would you want to play on it it's like yeah well we'll play on this record release show okay great. We need you to sell fifty tickets for this, and it's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, like, are you, are you, are you kidding? Like, it's, it's, it's one thing, it's one thing to have the band that's having the record release show, like, oh, we need to get, like, you need to guarantee you could sell fifty tickets, like, that's, that's like, what do you call it? That's a, that's a cover charge at most, you know. You wanna, you wanna make sure you can, you can at least cover that. So, don't book something if you don't think you're gonna do that, but. You know, even still, like you're asking the bands that are opening 
to sell 50 tickets for yeah. for this Joe Schmo local band? Like, dude, like, what the heck? Like, stuff like that, and like, and just in general, it, it like, it lo- like the long story short of it, it became more and more of a competition right. between a whole bunch of promoters, and it's like, dude, like I was saying before, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> calm down like if you're not doing if you're doing this for the money of it like what the like what are you doing in music right <laughs> yeah get out <laughs> like per, like honestly it's um you know like there's there's a little markup on this and like especially when it comes to like bands that like really make it like it's really tough to get there it costs a lot of money and the payoff is is pretty equal or you know, depending on how you do, a little bit better. You know, it, it depends from band to band, but like at the at the end all be all of it, it shouldn't freaking matter. Like that. That's the, if you're do if you're in this, if you're in music business to make money, go into like go into fit like I don't know, go into like boat sales, go into <laughs> real estate or, or, or something. Sorry, sorry, Radham. <laughs> real estate real estate's doing yeah. me dirty right now because i can't do it <laughs> oh i can i can imagine i can imagine but but no like you know like if you're if you're coming into this for the for the soul's like a money like what what's the music end of it like you're you're if if that if art is if art and musical integrity is the last thing that you are thinking of in terms of booking shows you should not be booking shows that's that's in in my in my opinion, that's you, maybe you should own the venue, yeah, but <laughs> no, like it, that's that's not what you should be doing as a as a promoter, um, and you know, just a whole load of people doing that and pushing that type of ideology back then. It just it got it got to a point with me that like I and a, and a lot of other people that we kind of got fed up with it and said, you know what, to hell with this. Where I'm not to hell with that entire mindset hey like and what also kind of sucked is um what do you call it um this this booking group um table three media who uh tom brown and and crew mainly tom brown but a, a lot of other a lot of other good friends like like my friend matt sherman um dan lee and um a whole slew of other people were worked with that collective and it was other than like other than ECC like East Coast Collective when it started, like it was a very true to its true to like down the bone like DIY booking and um, you know they they're part of the reason why bands like Maxfield got big like when Modern Baseball was first starting to like do shows like Modern Baseball played like Long Island like I want to say like three or four times before they before sports like blue blew up and each time it was table it was table three bringing them um same thing with the guys in state lines who jade is now uh um Oso Oso, you know like and tom, tom from from state lines is uh is yes what we have you know they're like it, it's a whole slew of of bands that you wouldn't that like at the time like did you know, we're, we're nothing like there, there were times where like, um, 
oh my god, why can't I think of the name of the band? Uh, Tiny Moving Parts. Tiny Moving Parts played a wood shop. <laughs> like, no, I'm not even kidding. Like, it, the place was called the wood shop. It was by day, it was a furniture factory. And when I say furniture factory, I mean it's about the size of two living rooms put together. Um, very kind of small spot. Um, I would say if you want to talk capacity, true capacity, I would say maybe a hundred. Uh, yeah. I like, I personally didn't see, ta- um, uh, what do you call it? Time moving parts there. Um, cause honestly, I'm not, I take it on record or not. I'm not a huge fan of them. I, you know, good for like, they really know how to put together music and they are all really talented at what they do. It's just not my thing. But still, the fact that they played to fought like I've I've had friends that go to these shows, like five people went to that. <laughs> like I I played with the hotel year before it was the hotel year, before right wow. before um what do you call it home came out when they were the hotel year. I played with that with them at Woodshop to maybe like 15 people, you know, like not like I've seen freaking um, what do you call it? Bounce of Composure, a loss for words as like a, an acoustic. I think that was through ECC, uh, East Coast Collective. But still, I've seen like those bands play to like three people. and It's like, what the hell? It's like, crazy I, to I, think is that these bands get so big. It's like I remember one of the first warp tours I went to was in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Shoopy of the Wonder Years gets on the stage. And he's like, oh, the last, like the first time we played Connecticut, it was in the smallest room to 12 kids. And now they're playing like warp tour stages. And people, oh, yeah. pe- people always forget that the biggest bands in the world are at one point, the smallest bands. Smallest. Exactly. And uh, what I, the, the long story going, going around on this table three was one of the, was one of the, like one of the promoters, one of the collectives that gave all these bands like a chance, you know, and it, it, it sucks, but you know, also didn't really make to the, what do you call it? They kind of, they kind of called it quits. Um, I shouldn't say kind of, they called it quits about like three years ago and, you know, they had their last show and everything. And that's around when I was, you know, seeing, seeing the promoters that, that were around here and seeing, you know, like, oh, this is the true DIY scene around here kind of fizzle out. And the bands that would have, t- like, I shouldn't say the bands, the promoters that would have taken over that spot in the, in, in the, in the scene, in the community, it was like fat, for, for me, it was like fat chance. There's no way, there's like, I've been around here for too long and I've, I put too much of my time and money into the local scene around here, whether it be like being in bands, going to shows, or even just putting them on for me to see something like great like that just kind of go to waste. So that's when me, a few of my friends, Danny, Nikki, Ethan, Zach, um, and uh, Sarah was like further on and uh, same with Marissa. I shouldn't say say Marissa. Marissa was there for for day one too. Just we we kind of banded together and was like, you know what? The hell with this. We're we're taking we're taking the DIY scene back and you know effectively started LIE and you know 
throughout the year, throughout the year or so, like people get busy, certain, certain things go certain ways. And, you know, it's now me, Marissa and our friend, Matt Sherman. But, uh, you know, it's it, like at the, at the end of the day, we still, we're still doing it, you know, even, even with no shows going on, like we had, we had a bunch, <laughs> yeah. we had a bunch. But who? But especially under the circum the the circumstances now, it's kind of hard to tell when we're when we're exactly going to be coming back and everything, or, or when this is going to be over. But you know, you know, as a fact that the minute that the minute that it is, I'm getting back on the horse. You know. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. That's so. that, and that's the way to be about it, this whole thing. I, I you know we. Just, we, I know we're we're on the we're uh, working right now. We had a couple shows we were supposed to play last weekend that we're trying to figure out rescheduling, and it's it's hard at the moment because you know one minute you're like oh anything after April just go for it, but then yeah the other side like well now it might not be till August. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's definitely making life hard, but you know sticking in there and knowing that at the end that, that what you're gonna do, and now's the time to make the plans, and now's the time. To really exactly. come out swinging. I, I'm glad to hear that you're still going to be keep going with all of it. Oh yeah, no, dude. If it, if the minute that we give up is the minute that we that we let anxiety, the virus, and everything else win. So, and if you couldn't tell, I'm not I'm not exactly not exactly uh, keen on that. So, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, anything anything to keep it going. Anything to. to you know, just get the mind off of it and and everything. You know, yeah, it's for sure, ho- for hey, sure. It's hopeful, but we are looking to book Long Island for a date in July. We're gonna try to do a quick run with what makes sense. Aaron um, over here putting John on the spot. Yeah, so no, <laughs> I was just gonna say, expect a message after this. <laughs> Ooh, well done. Yeah, but as, um, as long as as long as venues are open, that's I know. that's all that matters right now. I know it's so. it's a it's a risk, but at least just like getting it out there and on the calendar is what oh, I'm yeah, trying dude, to do. That's, that's another. That's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. You know, like especially like people are hitting me up for September and everything. It's like. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure, I'll book it. I don't know entirely what's going to happen. Exactly. But, you know? It's all speculative at this point. Oh, yeah. But, um, John, I wanted to make sure while we have you on, I'm really glad we got to talk about, you know, you starting a booking company. This has been incredible insight because I just started booking shows, like, this year. I mean, just for what makes sense in my other band in the city. But mm-hmm. um, it's cool to get, like, the perspective from somebody who does it, let's say, professionally and at a much larger <laughs> scale. I'm serious, yeah. man. <laughs> but, like, also at a much larger scale. So it's cool. But I also want to make sure. I Because I that. listened to Inner Love before this. I want to make sure we can get to that. Oh, boy. Because you guys sounded amazing. Um, we actually just had Real Talk on. Uh, a few weeks ago and oh yeah they mentioned yeah they called you out i was just like hey guys like is there anybody else that you want to shout out at the end of this um yeah and tom from uh real talk shouted you guys out so i started listening and then adam's like you know (laughs) that we're gonna be (laughs) interviewing john from inner love and i was like oh "Oh my god wait he's also in a band dude (laughs) obviously because all these music promoters usually have a background no duh aaron so yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, like walk me through that. Um, 
you know, obviously right now a lot of things are shut down, but like, you know, what's kind of been the vibe for you guys recently? How's everything been? Um, I, it's been it's been good. It's been it's been like I said before, it's been trouble troublesome now. Yeah. Just for the just for the sole sake of uh, uh what do you call it? having tours booked that within a weekend just kind of you know just the the book kind of closed on that it's like yeah i know you were working on uh on this for a couple of months but like hey you know like <laughs> between, between all that but no we we got to we got to release the ep uh fine by me on uh what do you call it this past two two fridays ago um march 27th uh I yeah know congrats it's march on that. 27th it, it's just my 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 perception of time is has completely gone out the window um but i want to say it was 2 weeks ago but no we've we've gotten like we've gotten good reception from it i'm i'm excited by it from it um the guys from from no hope records in in philadelphia are putting out the vinyl uh the vinyl for it um and i've yet to I've yet to get that in my hands, and I want that in my hands already. Not to, <laughs> not to be like, "Hey, we had the vinyl," but like, I want to. I've been I've been playing I've been playing in bands for almost twelve uh, almost twelve years. Wow, definitely definitely ten. Um, but you know, I've been I've been playing since I was like since I was six years old. But like, my first real band wasn't until like I was like thirteen, fourteen. But nonetheless. I've been playing for so freaking long. It is one. It is one thing to have your CD in hand. It's another to have a like vinyl in your hand. And I really, really want that in my hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. It's you know. It's thank you. How no, many it, copies it really, are you pressing? It really is. I'm excited for it. Are but, you guys? Um, you guys pressing a few copies? Like how many are we talking? Oh, you know, like three. <laughs> <laughs> enough <laughs> yeah. yeah no um what you call it? i think we're i think we're rolling out uh a hundred of them i'm not entirely sure off the top of my head right now about looking at looking at the charts and everything but um for the most part still like the you know it could be it could be a hundred it could be three it could be whatever but you know i'm i'm just excited to have it and i'm just excited to have the music out finally because we were we were sitting on that for for a while now and uh we recorded the ep with uh with billy menino from a um, great band around here uh called bigger better son and even before that he was in a band called haverford that was always fantastic like small band that ne- that like toured and whatnot but never you know never really got anywhere but they're musically they're they're fantastic even bigger better son they're they're still amazing um and uh he actually billy actually recorded um like unahan mixtape the oso record he recorded um uh monsters also um the that oso record uh the one that the the first the first oso record that for the life of me i can't think of the entire name um but i know it's definitely monsters um what you call it? He he recorded both of those, and uh, we we ended up recording drums at uh, at Voodoo Studios in um, in Port Jefferson, and uh, recording the rest of it at his at his house. I know he's starting to put together a studio um, out in like the city, but you know we recorded there, 
and it came out it came out great. He's he honestly is one of my favorite producers around here, um, or in general. Honestly, I love Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's a good boy. He did a he he's he's one of the few people that like when I came to him. Now is like you know like we like. I just, like table talk. You can call us a pop punk band. We weren't really a pop punk band, but like, you know, we were we were kind of still around the lines of like transit and everything. When I told when I told them like I want to write, I want to put together a land of talk, um, death cab, page of the lion type of record. Death cab was the vibe I got immediately. Oh yeah, it it Thank took you took like. <laughs> So you guys hit it right on the head with whatever you're going for. Well, what was yeah, what was it took the... 20 seconds, and I was like, hell yes. So I know, I know you, <laughs> you and Ryan were both in Table Talk. Yeah. So what was like yeah. the real like transition between Table Talk to Inner Love? Because I met you guys back in Table Talk when we were still doing. You actually, yeah, no, that the was one for the Braves we... last show. So that's how yeah. I remember. Oh my god, yeah, yeah that's right. With um. Oh my god, uh, that was with the Happy All Right yep. and Plan. The cave in West Haven. Yes. <laughs> yep. That spot's really cool. A great spot. Actually. I don't know if it's still doing anything. I really hope it is. I, I haven't um, seen much from them. I want to say that they are, but I haven't seen anything really from them recently. Connecticut's always Connecticut's always weird. Yeah. <laughs> Other, you know, it, 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 I shouldn't say it sucks. I, more in it sucks as in I feel like the the consistency of the scene there is kind of, you know, here and there. But when it's on, it's on. Right. I love it. Um, but what was I going to say? No, that was, yeah, that was like one of the last tours that we did. That was like one of the last like like weekenders that we did. It, I, I, I don't want to go into it's a too, too far of, uh, of, of detail with it um, because just because. You know, friends are friends. Understandable. You know, even even with even with the you know like bickering small fights that we've had, Sal and Rob are still my brothers. I still love them to death. Um, it's been a minute since I since I've seen since I've seen either one of them. Rob Rob now lives in North Carolina, but um, that was even part of it. Like we, it was it was more or less one half of the band wanting one thing and the other half of the band wanting something, something else. And, uh, um, you know, it, it just, it just kind of sucks. Cause what I like, what we had was something very special. And I, and I love, I love my brothers a lot. I got to see most, shouldn't say most of the world, but I, I got to see most of the States with, with those guys. And even in the sense of like, like I said, like I've been, prof- I've been quote unquote, professionally playing in bands for about like 10 years literally 10 of those years was with sal so yeah so be having having someone that has uh and on top of that actually rob uh our bassist rob rob rizacasa i went to kindergarten with him (laughs) (laughs) so and our brother's Funny enough, our brothers were in a band together, also playing drums and bass. <laughs> so, even more so, it, like knowing knowing those guys for for almost a decade and putting out music with them for almost a decade, you know, it it was it was something that 
I didn't I I didn't want to do if anything like I think we got we went on at least a year to like a half a year to year like a little too far over our over our 10 year but still even that half year to year that we were that we were still together we I'm glad we still did right I'm I'm you know I'm I'm proud of everything that we did and I'm proud of everything that that um that Sal and Rob were were able to bring to the table, and also like what they're doing now. Like so, like Rob's Rob is now teaching. Uh, we call it teaching math down in down North Carolina. Something that I I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> I can never do. And Sal is is you know he's um what do you call it? He's got his own band, No Honey, now with um with his girlfriend B and. They've been working on that album for for a bit, so I'm excited to finally hear what's finally coming out of there. But you know, like it, it was just it was just one of those things that you know it, it's it, doing it for ten years. I need long story short, I need some sort of change, you know. Right. So Ryan and I were Ryan's always been a death cab guy. Ryan's always been a land of talk guy. Same with me. So. You know, when we when we kind of sat together and said, you know what, to hell with this, we're we're gonna do whatever the heck we want. We're gonna put out a Death Cab record. We're gonna put out a, a, a Land of Talk, Page of the Lion record. So, you know, we we were able to find Dan, um, our bassist Dan, Dan Sandoval. Um, he was re- he was on the out from uh, from his band. It was like a instrumental uh project called uh reunite pangea um and they were they were kind of on their way out and he's a huge like city and color fan um so uh, uh you know and he's a hell of a bassist and a hell of a harmonizer too so you know we we picked it we picked him up um funny enough we we found another sow um, <laughs> Sal Santiago, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sal Santiago, which is funny, funny enough, also SS Sal Salomon Sal Santiago is like, oh god. I feel like um, bands always have something like that. They find like a member with the same name. Like for us, it's it's Nick. We always find a member with, with someone named Nick in every iteration of a band I've done. There's always somebody named Nick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there's a there's there's one band. I for the, for the life of me, I can't think of it. But it's a band of dance, and like anytime, any any iteration, it's always been like, wait, no, no, okay, so it, it's it's lost in the it's it's this band lost in the drift that we actually share uh, that we share our practice space with. Um, it's it's this one. Well, they're not lost in the drift anymore, but our good friend Donny, um, uh, Donny Ussolini, um, he does a lot of like into it over it type of type of. Um, type of stuff like type of recordings and everything um great musician but when it and it's primarily his band but anytime that he is fa- like he was trying to get like a live band together it would also it would always be at least two dan's in the band. <laughs> like there was a we call it dan dan shrek was playing drums dan um oh my god why can't I think of his last name he's in a band called heavy tides for the life of me i Dan, if you're if you're listening right now, I'm sorry. I'm I, I drank a half of a uh, what do you call it? 
I, I drank half an angry orchard. Not <laughs> terrible with names, but Danny Heavy Tides. I love him to death. Um, but yeah, he was playing guitar for him, and it was like, dude, you're literally like surrounded by Dan's. There's a lot of Dan's. Um, <laughs> so I they didn't start a band you know, called like, the Dan's. The Dan's. There wasn't. There was a band called the Toms around here. <laughs> there you go. Dude, were, the, were they all Toms? Yeah, there were there were three Toms. <laughs> they were sick too. It was um, oh my god, Tom Waring of uh, who is now Yes, what we have was in State Lines. Um, our friend Tom uh, Tom Vicurio, who was in this band called Survivors Guild around here, he played drums, and oh my god, Tom Kelly, Tom Kelly, that's his that's his freaking name, was playing bass. At least I think it was Tom Kelly. It was someone named Tom. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 95% sure his name was Tom Kelly. But um, yeah, he was he was uh, playing bass. And honestly, it, it was it was very like Pinkerton esque, um, like early, like early Weezer, like e- mm, like wow. actual emo Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they were they were sick, but. Um, <sighs> I'm sorry. I talk. I I talk on a lot. This is no, great. Yeah, we've been um, we've been loving but, it. <laughs> but um, no. To to get back to to get back to what I was really saying, um, yeah, no. Sal, uh, he's in a he's in a band. All right, more of a solo project called Ferndells, which like, it's amazing stuff. Like he he's very like very much um, Bonavere. Um, what do you call it? Um, Ben Howard type of stuff that um, really is just amazing. Like the first time I remember seeing them play, um, they 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 were playing AMH and they were opening, and they brought on somebody playing lap steel, and I'm Whoa. instantly thinking like, they what do you call it? There's there's a guy who's playing lap steel in front. The drummer is playing. Um, the drummer is playing a Joey Jordison signature snare. Like what, the, <laughs> what the heck is about to happen on, on the AMH stage. <laughs> and believe it, believe it or not, it was honestly one of the most captivating sets that I've seen like ever. And um, it was, it was truly, it was truly wild. And that's kind of, you know, when, you know, after a, a, a bit after that, we, we, we kind of, we asked Sal like, Hey, do you want to be part of this project? We think like, obviously you're you're in the same wheelhouse of what we're trying to do. So it'd be really cool if like, you know, we got to work with you and everything. We we wrote a couple of songs with him. Um, you know, most uh, I would say maybe half of the record we we wrote with him. Um, and you know, one way one way or another, you know, he he decided that he wanted to focus especially since it was like very similar to Ferndells to begin with. He got, he decided, you know what, I'm going to stick, you know, I'm already doing this under my own name. I'd rather just go and write more with Ferndells, which, you know, okay, sure. No, no hard feelings whatsoever. Um, And of course that's, that's where we're like, okay, so now we need to find another guitarist and, Funny enough, um, you're you're between like a couple of people, but um, the one person that that hit us up almost instantly when it when it happened um, was Joe, our our guitarist Joe. 
um, funny enough, was the drummer. Or I said, should say, oh. is the drummer of Ferndale's. <laughs> there you go. So interesting. And, and what do you call it? Like I said before, like Ferndale's is mainly like, it's mainly Sal's thing. So he was like, you know, I don't, you know, I play drums, but I'm more, I'm more of a guitarist than I am a drummer. I don't play guitar for anything, so I would love to play guitar for you guys. And you know, that's um, that's when we started writing stuff like, uh, uh, oh my god, like enough. And uh, you know, we we finished the we finished the EP with him, and uh, even like some of the stuff that like Sal wrote, we were able to find, you know, like some comparable stuff that that we were able to write in, and and whatnot. And that's that's where we're at now. It's uh, it's me. It's me, Ryan, Joe, and uh, and and Dan. So that's so yeah, awesome! Man. Congratulations on getting that off the ground. Um, I love you. the sound of. I can't wait for you guys to release more music. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. We're working on it. Because Lord knows, there. I'm going to stream the hell out of your songs right now. So oh, thank <laughs> you. But um, John, we are coming up on time. So usually, <laughs> the last few minutes we want to reserve for you. You know, just to shout out anybody. Um, this way, we can just you know spread the love throughout the music community. You know, a little bit, and love then we that. usually do a um, a beer or beverage of the week. So I'm guessing yours is going to be Angry Orchard, but we'll get to that at the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> you'd these... be surprised it's, it's not and you're gonna you're gonna hate what it is <laughs> you're gonna eat you're either gonna hate or love what it is so awesome man but yeah anybody you want to shout out all right let's let's see here um, let's open the notebook <laughs> <laughs> where's my where's my grammy award-winning stuff? <laughs> um, uh first off i would like to um i would like to shout out my my chinchilla pepper uh, who has been listening to this entire thing with me right now? <laughs> um, I would like to thank, um, I'd like to shout out my girlfriend Marisha. Hi, um, but more so in music. Shouts out to Ferndells. Shouts out to Koyo from around here. Um, shouts out to Makeshift, who also just put out a uh, a new EP that slams. Um, shout out to. What makes sense? Uh-huh. Thank you, man. Boys. Uh-huh. Um, shouts out to the figure eight and um, the guys in Strawberry Blonde. Honestly, it like if there's anybody that I can that I can push you towards, like please, please, like listen to, please listen to Strawberry Blonde. That band is amazing and should be everyone's favorite band already. I'll be checking them out. Awesome, after this. dude. Yeah, no, please. I just wrote their name down. So. <laughs> but um, finally, let's get to the beer of the week. What do you have, John? Okay, so it's not a beer of the week, but my my corn my quarantine um, beverage of of choice, or I should say, the thing that gets me to sleep every night is a um, a bottle of Jim Bean. I like to mix together Jim Bean and uh, and and cream soda. Oh, that sounds that does sound quite delicious. <laughs> I'm a Jameson man, but that Jim Beam does sound delicious with some cream soda. You know, just in general, like whis- whiskey and whiskey and cream soda. I don't know. It just it just kind of works. <laughs> that sounds delicious. And Adam, what do you got? All right. Well, I went with a local one today. I did a uh, Plan B Farm Brewery from right up here in Poughkeepsie. Did their barn beer. Nice, delicious sour. Definitely coming in for this. Uh, spring summer season so recommend that 
Yeah, it was nice out for like two seconds. Uh, uh, so. After the after yeah, the torrential right? downpour, it turned into really I was nice like, weather. yep, that's a, that's my excuse. You guys to drink. getting that too? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I literally was watching like the the trees in the front of my house going sideways for like two seconds. I was like, what the we're, hell? We're, yo, John, yeah, I'm actually acro- right across the water. I can see Long Island where from where I am right now. I'm in Stamford, Connecticut, and holy fuck, it was windy as shit. Oh my god, it was insane. Yeah, we're we're up here. We're not we're not too far off from uh, Long Island. There, we're up up in Dutchess just County, 45, so you know, just forty five miles away. Yeah. You know, you know, but the the weather to weather that's nothing. You know, torrential rain can make that no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. But um, hey, John, thank you so much for joining. Definitely, us man. Today. So glad to have thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been me. so thank cool. And I can't wait to hit you up once um, you know, the summer gets going, and hopefully everybody you know recovers and is healthy again. Take the locks off and, the doors. Uh, we can, yeah, we can go outside again because we're definitely putting something together for the summer. So can't wait to work with you and see what you got in mind. Love to see it. Love to see it. Well, you know where I am. You know how to hit me up. <laughs> Absolutely, and best of luck in inner love. Definitely, well. man. I can't wait. To Thank have you, you guys so much, guys. Thank you so much. Enjoy, enjoy All your right. night, man. Really appreciate it. You hey, too. Ha- yeah, have a good night. Thanks. Have for a good out. one.